Hi everyone, it's Larissa here. It's time for another episode of the TBN UK Weekly Podcast. This podcast is an audio version of the TBN UK Weekly Show that airs every Sunday at 7.30pm on the channel. It's a behind-the-scenes tour of what we're up to in the studios, a look at the comments and feedback sent in by viewers, and we get to hear an encouragement brought to us from a member of the team. So you can watch us live on Sunday nights at 7.30pm on Channel 66 or Sky 582, on demand at the TBN UK website or app, or online on YouTube, Facebook and Grow. Enjoy! Welcome to Weekly. It is Sunday the 5th of November. Hi, TBN UK family, and it's bonfire weekend. Yay, my favourite weekend. I love is this it? time of year. Yeah. yeah, it's lovely. The leaves have fallen. Yeah, autumn, full full swing, November, mm -hmm. great month. Did you enjoy celebrating? Yes. Or did you, well, I, not celebrate really, it's more like, did you enjoy some fireworks? I did enjoy yeah, some fireworks, good. yeah. Nice. I went to Battersea Park, mm. which as I was, uh, I, I basically tried to get my friends to come along with me, Yeah. and most of them said, you know, in London, you can kind of, you can just look at the sky, it's free. <laughs> but Basley Park fireworks ain't free. Oh, so. so you paid to go look at the sky. I'm afraid so. Yeah. Lovely. Well, we hope nice. you had uh, an enjoyable evening seeing any fireworks from your window or from the outside at an event or anything. It's a nice you, time of year. Did you have a nice Yes, fireworks I didn't. I just uh, was looked, looked at the at sky. The sky. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I did not pay to smart. see any fireworks. Real smart. Yeah, but it was lovely. It's a nice. I love this time of year because it's like the lead up to Christmas now. Mm -hmm. You know, now your churches will start to tell you all the plans for Christmas, the different yep. carol services, all of that stuff. So it's kind of a nice, a nice run up to Christmas we have ahead you, of us. Can you remember the uh, the Guy Fawkes rhyme? No. Um, remember, remember the fifth of November is probably all I know. Yeah, gunpowder treason and plot. Oh. I see no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Wow, I didn't know the end of that. That's yeah. interesting. And you remembered it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much remembered it. Nice, yeah. well done. <laughs> well, um, Graham, why don't you share with us anything that's been happening in the studios recently? I will. So that our viewers know. Yeah, so recently we had more Start Your Days in for New Year this time. So we had Isakan Gaius Obiseki, who's a legal consultant, Steve Hayhow, pastor at Emmanuel North London, and we also had some familiar faces mm. like Alec Morgan, I won't do his accent, but I'd love to, <laughs> pastor at Ealing Christian Centre, and David Peterson, my favourite cartwheeling priest. Yes, cartwheeling. Uh, who's the reverend at St. Mary's and St. Clement's nice. Church. Have you so got any... Uh... So these, were, well, these were New Year's messages. Yes, that's right. Right, gosh, we're, you can see we're very ahead of the game. It's crazy to think that 2024 it, is... Only a matter of weeks it's away. It's alarming. It's about nine weeks, I think, mm -hmm. until we're into January. So we Nine weeks to... is about the amount of time that you need to prep for some New Year's resolutions. Exactly. So we have enough time to mm -hmm. really get ourselves ready. But it, it kind of seems crazy to think about New Year's before Christmas and, you know, that whole busy time of the year we have to go for. So, yeah. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Anything you're thinking of? Uh, oh, New Year's resolutions are difficult. Yeah. Spend less money at Christmas. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, because yeah. then it'll be done... By New Year. 
Perfect. Look at that. Well, we also uh, were recording some content for Christmas with Mercy Ships. So we recorded some segments for the Carol program, which will be airing on the 15th of December. We got to film with Kika Ashanake as she shared a message. We also heard from Dadani with a beautiful spoken word piece in a church in southwest London. And we also got to hear from Ali Jones, who is a staff member at Mercy Ships and also a former crew member. Mm -hmm. So it was great to be with them and you can see in those photos there some behind the scenes of the crew and it was a beautiful church we were filming in so it was really fun so look out for that in December. Wonderful and we also got to do a full recce for a Step Forward Awards yes. so can we talk a little bit about that? Yes definitely mm. so you may know if you kind of see online or even through just word of mouth that the Step Forward Awards are returning I think it's their fourth year now mm. um, and this is the third year, sorry, this is the third year that they're doing it. And it's the UK's biggest night in Christian and gospel music. So it's really exciting because TBN UK are partnering with them yeah. to bring the show to you, which is very exciting. I'm really excited about yeah. it. And it's going to have like fun music. It's got uh, like groups of artists who mm. you wouldn't normally see together, yeah. hasn't it? Yep. It's got Faith and Jen. Yeah, Faith and Jen are TBN hosting. TBN UK flavour. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be great. Yeah, so that you can buy tickets now to go to the event, which is on the 11th of November, which is a Saturday. Or you could wait a few days and watch the awards programme on demand, only on demand, on Friday the 17th of November. So you heard it here first. It's going to be a good one. And Brilliant. if you're there, do say hello, because we will all be there. Yes. You're going to go? Yes. Nice. I'll see you there, Graham. I just agreed. <laughs> oh, and we probably should tell that we've been nominated for an award. Wow. Yeah. So we got nominated for Media Platform of the Year, which is exciting. And we got nominated before we st we partnered with them in okay. recording. So, so there's, no, there's no correlation Fine. between us filming the event and being nominated because <laughs> uh, that was done in the summer. Yeah. And we only joined in a few weeks ago, really. So it's Brilliant. quite exciting. Yeah. So what's excited. happening? Brilliant. So I reckon we should hear from our viewers now. Yes, we love this moment in the programme where we get to hear from you, our viewers. So let's get into it. The first one today is from Angela, who commented on our YouTube post on a meets with CC Winans, and she said, She is truly an example of living life through Christ. Love and appreciate this lady for the vessel she is for the Lord. Thank you, CC, for the gift you are to the kingdom and the body of Christ. Oh, I have to agree, definitely. That's a yeah. good one. Mandy commented on our our Instagram post of a clip from Israel Hotem for a big church festival. Facts, no more I, me, we songs, it's always about him. And we've got a clip for you now just to help you understand a bit more about what she's talking about. Let's take a look. It's, it's just one of those songs that, you know, I tried to do as much as I could to write a song that was not about us. It was all about him. So like, and it's, that's been a a tough exercise to go, let's take ourselves out of it, which, you know, is the way worship should be. But, we, you know, for years we've sort of written about how I feel and what I need and what I want, and that finds its way into the worship as well. But this was one like, let's keep this as vertical as we possibly can. Most, most of what we do, even in, a, in an hour or so when we go on stage, it's all about preparation, meeting, and offering. Yes. And the idea is like, now we're in the offering stage. God, take this, break this bless it and, and give it to the people because if I come here, it's a great crowd, but if I come here only focused on the crowd, I'm going to miss my assignment. My assignment is to move the heart of God so that he moves the people. That's so good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's so true. I like that he said about worship needs to be vertical. Yeah. Not about us, but about him. Really That's good. good. Well, Tim shared an email with us and said, 
I was very impressed with your AI documentary last night, which is called The Rise of AI with Eric Stackelbeck. Not only was it a top-notch documentary, technically speaking, but it also pointed out some of the significance of Bible predictions relating to technology. I look forward to maybe more documentaries looking at major issues of the day and analyzing what those issues mean for the church. Now, this is a really interesting episode that he's mentioning here. So if you would like to watch the full episode, you can head over on demand right now and just search for the rise of artificial intelligence. It's a really interesting program that explores the benefits and potential dangers of AI and what it means for the church. That's right on my street. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch that. That's <laughs> great. So Adam sent a message via Instagram about Melanated Stories episode three saying, I really enjoyed the show. Thank you for making us all look so good. And this episode was entitled Saved and Single mm. and it discusses how to many the church looks like a church for the married, of the married, for the married. Mm. So Interesting conversation I, there. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's it's something that you can see in churches fairly often. It's an area maybe where churches can do more to make sure they're really inclusive to people who are married, but he, people who are not married. So I love this conversation yeah, that they had. They brought important. in different, um, you know, different experiences just to really see what church looks like now. So it's a good one. Definitely. Well, the next one comes from Jeffrey, who commented on demand and said. I watch TV in UK every morning. It builds my life as a Christian. I thank God I found this channel. God bless you, TV in UK. Oh, thanks for sharing. That's brilliant. Thanks everybody for getting in touch. Yeah. And yeah, do just keep contacting us. We love hearing from you and it's so encouraging to us. Yes, definitely. Well, the past few weeks here on Weekly, we have been bringing you some encouragements from weeks past and making sure that we take a moment to really dig into it and to see what we've been learning from it and to see, you know, how that learning is going. If we're still remembering those areas like meditating on scripture, mm the importance of silence and so on. But today we have a new message to share with you and we're going to be hearing from Graham. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so Graham, what are you going to be sharing with so, us today? So yeah, today I'm going to be talking about uh, the biblical example that Abraham sets mm. us in negotiating with God. So in Genesis 18, three men visit Abraham as he sits in his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham knows that the Lord God stands before him and seeks to bless him by offering rest, recovery, water, and food. Abraham stands under the tree with the three men, and we later learn that two of them are angels, and I think therefore the other man must be Jesus, because as Colossians 1.15 says, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And it's in this moment, this precious moment, that two events take place that will change the course of history forever. Firstly, while the men are enjoying the food that was prepared for them, they prophesy that Sarah, who's Abraham's wife, will give birth next year. At this point, Abraham is 99 years old and Sarah's also well beyond childbearing age. And this is just too much for her. She can't help but laugh at the sheer ridiculousness of the promise. But as we know, God was true to his word. And in Genesis 21, it says that the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age. This son was the father of Jacob, who would be renamed Israel. King David came from that line, and eventually, of course, Jesus Christ. In this way, all those who are spiritual heirs of Jesus are in turn part of the lineage of the promise of Abraham that goes all the way back to that moment in the shade of the tree on a baking hot afternoon. Abraham is standing with God, and the historic, amazing promise has been spoken over them. 
The godly men begin to continue on their journey, but they decide to tell Abraham of their plan. They're looking to execute justice against Sodom because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great. At this moment, Abraham speaks to God, but more than that, he negotiates with him, interceding for the safety of the righteous people living in Sodom. He addresses God with the reverence and respect, saying, Indeed, now I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. He talks to God, asking for him to relent from his wrath if he finds 50 righteous people in Sodom. I think Abraham really knows there probably aren't actually 50 righteous people there, so he pushes to get the number down and down and eventually gets to 10 righteous people. If there are 10 righteous people in Sodom, God agrees he won't destroy the town. I don't know about you, but I wonder if perhaps growing up in the church, it softened the blow of just how offensive it is for Abraham to be talking to God this way. Firstly, the fact that Abraham thinks he can talk to God in such a way that he could negotiate or bargain with him. And secondly, that he would try to sway God's actions. Of course, Abraham interceding on behalf of the righteous speaks to us of what Jesus would do later himself. As it says in Isaiah 53, and he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Jesus intercedes for sinners, i.e. us, and thank God he does. So what can we learn from Abraham's example in approaching God the way he did? Abraham knows that God is holy and yet he dared to ask. He approached God with humility, but he still boldly put his requests forward. He appealed to God's nature of justice as mercy towards the righteous, rather than appealing against his wrath towards the wicked, which was equally justified. Abraham doesn't say, how can a good God desire destruction? He knows that God is a holy judge and that his wrath towards sin is justified. This is the wrath that we've escaped thanks to Jesus. As I mentioned, Abraham doesn't appeal against this wrath. He wants God to also remember his mercy towards those who didn't deserve the punishment. In the end, God does listen to Abraham and rescue, rescues the only righteous people out of Sodom before the destruction takes place. Lot, who's Abraham's righteous nephew who lived in Sodom, becomes an example of God's mercy towards us. Speaking personally, I've been amazed at a fresh view of the great God of the universe allowing us to approach him, even though, just like Abraham said, we're just ashes and dust. I felt a new sense of gratitude and wonder that Jesus is our intercessor praying to the Father on our behalf. And I've been reminded as to the extent of God's grace and mercy to us every day. So my encouragement to each of us today is simply this, do we dare ask, or are we holding back on our most difficult prayers? As Jesus said in Matthew 7, for everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. I encourage you, pray the hard prayers, even if it, bringing that prayer feels like it might be offensive to God, or if it feels like it might take great faith even just to utter those thoughts out loud. Appeal to God's grace and mercy. God can handle whatever you ask for him. And more than that, he's able to deliver and compares himself to a good father, generous and loving. I'll finish with Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Mm, amen. That's Thanks it. for sharing, Graham. <clears throat> I have a few questions to ask you, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> sure. So let's say we pray these big, bold, daring prayers. Mm. But what if we don't get the answer we want? 
Well, unanswered prayer. <laughs> uh, there's an easy, quick fix answer I can <laughs> offer. Um, ah, it's huge, isn't it? It's a huge thing. So yeah, I, I definitely think we need to bring our prayers to God, no matter what the prayer, no matter how big, and we have to trust that God will answer us. I think certainly we don't always expect that he's going to necessarily do everything mm. we ask him. Um, but I was thinking that uh, a great example, so we're called to imitate Christ and Christ is always our example in every situation. And, you know, even the disciples go to the to Jesus and say, you know, how can we pray? How do we teach us how to pray? Mm. Like they don't understand how to pray really. But the example I'm thinking of is actually when Jesus is at his like lowest moment and his prayer is take this cup from me. And so his, his prayer is essentially, I don't want to die. I don't want to die on the cross. This is gonna be the worst thing imaginable. Take it away from me. But the next line is, but your will be done. Mm. So I think in the way that we pray, even in those huge prayers and speaking personally, a big prayer that I have is about having children and we've been childless for 14 years of marriage. So it's a big deal. And I have to keep coming to God and keep mm. praying about that. And obviously the, the answer so far is silence, but you have to just keep praying, but your will be done. Mm. So I think that's what little I can offer. Yeah, that's good. And those daring prayers, as you kind of called it, or those big prayers, mm. they can seem, you know, just think about Sarah, when you shared about Abraham and Sarah, it just seems impossible sometimes, yeah. but actually God wants us to boldly approach him and come to him with, with these, these prayers that we have. And that's so helpful yeah. with what you said about, you know, imitating Christ and for his will to be done really, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And I just, I think that God is so robust, mm. like we shouldn't be afraid of offending him in a way. I think we want to approach him with humility and approach yeah. him as the created to the creator. So there's a reverence and a respect and an awe that's there. But at the same time, he made us with needs and desires mm. and he knows what we need before we even ask. So we just have to approach him boldly. Yeah, definitely. And can I ask one more question? Mm. We see in this in the scripture that you shared of Abraham that he's kind of negotiating with God, getting him down from 50 to 40, 30, 20 mm. to 10. And it can come across maybe a little bit offensive mm -hmm. or brash, yeah. should we be taking that same stance with God when we're praying these bold prayers that maybe we've waited years on and yeah. we're expecting the miracle, we're expecting the impossible to happen. Where's that line of being maybe offensive or rude? Too offensive, yeah. too rude. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a great question. I think uh, my go-to really is essentially God wants us to approach him. He chased after us. He uh, pulled us up out of the grave, he died for us. So Jesus has already paid the price for whatever we can do wrong. Um, and I think generally, if we're approaching God and we're talking to him and asking him, he's robust enough to handle anything we throw at him. Um, and he just, he just wants to have a relationship with us. So I really don't think, I think you, you might be a bit rude at the beginning, but I think you know he conforms your thoughts to his mm. ways and you, you kind of, you grow in that speaking mm. to him and the Holy Spirit works through you. Yeah, it's good. Oh, thank you for sharing, Graeme. We hope you've been encouraged by that message for us today. So thank yeah. you. Well, now it's time for us to hear from Larissa about what's happening on TVN UK this week.
Brilliant. Well, hello, guys. Hello, Larissa. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank good. you. Uh, just to bring up, you guys are kind of cheap not paying for fireworks, you know. <laughs> I no, I, I'm, I didn't pay. <laughs> Graham paid, not me, okay? I'm sorry. Well, I paid to go to a really cool fireworks display. Did you? Yeah. Where was it? Uh, Alexandra Palace. Nice. nice. Ice skating, wow. ice disco, wow. uh, DJs. Um, I do sound very cheap now. There's a place <laughs> near where my family live that do a fireworks display that we can just watch from the garden. Yeah. So mm. it makes sense. Normally, when I'm at home, um, I just watch the yeah. free fireworks. So yeah. Well, Fair I'm glad enough. you had a good time. Yeah, really Sounds good like time. <laughs> so share with us what we can expect to look out for on the channel this week. Well, we've always got so much great content, of course, but that's thanks to God. <laughs> <laughs> so straight after this, we have Praise US with Matt and Laurie Crouch as they host Dave Rover. And tomorrow at 8 p.m., we bring back Jesus the Game Changer Series 2 with Carl Fass. Now, yeah. you actually know Carl Fass, that, don't you? Yeah, that was my first ever TBN Meets wow. uh, that I did uh, we should go back and four watch that. years. <gasps> four years wow. ago. Wow. wow. Actually, four years ago in November. So... That's a long time ago, isn't it? We, we <laughs> should times. definitely watch that. If you want to watch that, no, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Have a watch party. <laughs> no, no, no. I might tell them to take it down. No, I, I've grown a lot since then. You have. And there you go. Yeah. Love for it. And on Friday at 8 p.m., oh, all the good shows are at 8 p.m. Yeah. Uh, we have a gospel music celebration, and this is featuring some amazing musicians, uh, some like Blessing Anatoria, yeah. Ryan Hilton. Basil Mead, Faith Child, Noel Robinson, and that's just to name a few. <laughs> so that's a great one. Make sure you tune in for that. And then over on our YouTube platform via our TBN UK music channel, we have recently been releasing music from some of the UK's finest independent artists, and you can go and watch all of those on the TBN UK music channel. Oh, nice. Larissa, can I be a bit cheeky? Of course. I have a piece of content to share as well. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Did you know, TBN family, that TBN Global celebrated 50 years of broadcasting this wow. past May? And on our app, on the on-demand platform, you can watch in, in four episodes, so in four parts, the history of TBN mm. and how it started, where it broadcasts now. It's so interesting, and we're airing it as well on the channel, but if you want to watch it from the beginning, from part one all the way through to part four, go to the on-demand site now to catch up because it's a really good series and it gives some really interesting background about how God has just uh, so blessed TBN as how they're able to be on air in so many different countries and how so many lives have been changed through that content. So yeah, I hope you don't mind me sharing I don't mind. a bit of content that I think is... Uh, right. Graham segment. got his chance of coming up yes. last, a few weeks ago, nice. so you, you had to they get yours. They have me back, so <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Oh, well, Larissa, thanks so much for sharing with us all about what's going on on the channel. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure. And guys, remember, you can follow us on all the socials and YouTube at TBN UK TV. And remember that next Saturday is Remembrance Day, mm. uh, which is where we remember the lives of those who've given up their lives since the end of First World War. So. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Weekly. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and we will be here the same time next week. And we might see you at the Step Forward Awards if you're there on Saturday. Bye for now. Goodbye.